Hello, friends, and welcome to a special episode of Business Radio X. I am your host, Amanda Pierch, and today we are celebrating the third annual Childhood Literacy Benefit Gala with the Preface Project. I am joined in studio today by none other than the founder and executive director, Mr. J.T. Wu, alongside Heather Phillips, the director of educational standards. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having us, Amanda. We're so happy to be here. Yay! Well, I wanted to share with our listeners a little bit about the Preface Project as they might not be as familiar with um, your initiatives as we are. The Preface is a philanthropic initiative that empowers communities to combat early childhood illiteracy and secure foundational educational opportunities for the next generation. Wow, that is a powerful statement. Now, first of all, I'd like to congratulate you both as this is year three, and I had the great pleasure of participating last year, so I can only imagine that it's going to be bigger and better, and we're going to raise even more funds this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know a lot of planning goes into um, the gala itself. So JT, why don't you kick us off and just tell us a little bit about the mission behind the Preface Project as you are the founder, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the celebration that's upcoming. Would, would love to. And, and again, thank you so much for just all your continued support through the years. We are so excited uh, to be gearing up for, for round three, really, you know, here in, in our hometown community of Gwinnett. And so, you know, when I talk about the Preface mission and the story, it always comes down to, to something that's been really personal to not just me, but I think a lot of families and a lot of students. Uh, in communities like ours, especially here in our home of Gwinnett County. So, you know, Preface was really founded on the fundamental conviction that every child, you know, no matter where they live or what language they speak, uh, deserves the educational opportunities to really pursue and achieve their own American dreams, right? And so for me, I grew up in Gwinnett County uh, as a child of immigrants. My parents, uh, my, my dad is a Malaysian Chinese immigrant. My mom is, is Filipino Chinese. You know, funny enough, they, they met at Ole Miss, so they've, they've been in the South for quite some time. And so, you know, I was blessed to grow up in a household where English, you know, was the first language spoken, and they were able to help me with my homework and make sure that, you know, I wasn't goofing off or, or skipping class. And so, you know, thanks to them and those educational foundations, uh, you know, I was able to go out, get a, get a good education. I went to Princeton for college, came back home, um, and, and really saw a Gwinnett that has changed a lot, obviously, since I was a child. You know, 57% of our kids now um, are, are struggling to read English proficiently uh, by the third or the fourth grade. And, and you know, that actually is, is better than the national average, where two-thirds of our kids uh, in, in the United States are struggling to read English proficiently by the third or the fourth grades, according to, to the Department of Education. And so, you know, really, Preface was designed to be a supplement, a complementary tool for our amazing educational partners, not just here in Georgia, but now in, in across the country, and we're in 11 states and growing with our programming. And what we do is we train and recruit high school students themselves, many of whom might be multilingual, speaking English and other languages, to read to young kids virtually and in person during the school day in small group reading sessions so that our teachers can reduce their class sizes, get more interventional one-on-one -on -one time with their students, uh, and so that these little ones are you know, able to bridge comprehension gaps, right? Maybe Beto means dog was the one thing that was keeping them from, from really embracing that confidence for themselves. And so by doing that, we're able to empower high school students to be those leaders, those ripples of hope in their own communities, uh, and also give young students like the ones that we work with every single day uh, the opportunity to get on the path to lifelong learning success. That's an amazing mission. I do just have to ask um, really quickly, Heather, being that you are the director of educational standards, how the holistic relationship building approach to education has been the best pathway to the lasting success? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's like, just like any relationship that you're in, if you feel confident and you feel like there's actually a connection there, you put more into it and you embrace it and love it more. And I think that's what happens with these mentorships between the ambassadors and the students. Um, they don't just come in just to read and 
be together for an hour or 30 minutes. They actually come together to hang out, read together, connect, bond, um, learn from each other, which I think is really, really special. And I think these students, we've seen these students truly grow and grow to learn to love because of their ambassador, because their ambassador loves dogs or cars or xyz they want to read about that and they want to learn more about that and it gives them this passion for learning that maybe was not sparked in them just being another number in the classroom because it's so one-on-one it's so relational it's just so important to the whole child and I got to brag on, on Heather, too. You know, she, she is our director of educational standards, but she's also, you know, a, a frontline classroom teacher working with kindergartners, working uh, with students who might not always speak English in the home day in and day out. And so, you know, her love for her, for her students is, is obviously evident, but it's that love, I think, that is infused in every single uh, part of, of what Preface is. You know, Heather was an integral part of helping us craft these models alongside expert educators uh, here in Georgia and across the country where we ask teachers, you know, what can we do as, as a charity, as a nonprofit initiative, to really come alongside you and not give you more extra work at the end of the day, not make this more of an administrative hassle, but really give you the thing that you've been asking for, which is when they talk to us, more mentorship, more additional resources, in particular, more multilingual resources. And so the reason we're still here today and that we're excited is that we're able to grow, we're able to partner with leaders and business people, uh, community folks, uh, and offer this at no cost to the schools that we work with. So this is a completely free program that's been endorsed by the Georgia Department of Education, endorsed by leading educators, uh, and really is built on the back uh, and with the huge insight and input uh, of folks like Heather, um, who who have made sure that this works not just in theory, but in practice in the classroom as well. Absolutely. Talking about the ambassadors, if someone were multilingual and they had a passion equally shared for literacy, how would somebody become involved in the program? So if they are a high school student, and this is a school that we've been able to reach out and partner with, um, they can become an ambassador where they will get trained. They'll go through a training process where they learn how to do a reading lesson and what each preface session should be structured like. They'll do a credentialing with one of our team and then they will be able to be paired with a student to mentor once a week or however it works in their schedule. And, and these sessions are designed to, to take place during the school day. Yeah. And so this isn't where, you know, you don't have to choose between being a preface ambassador and, you know, working a job in mm-hmm. order to bring money home. You don't have to choose between that and an extracurricular activity like a sports team. This is meant to fit into free slots that are in high schoolers' schedules already. And we did that on purpose because we wanted to make sure that every student, you know, there were, there, we were eliminating barriers to entry uh, and barriers to opportunity to serve uh, for our high school students. So, you know, we've got kids, I would say, every single hour of every single yeah. day probably uh, reading to young students across the country, especially as we've continued to grow and expand across time zones. You know, it's been a really fun thing to have, you know, kids reading to folks in their own backyards, but also wanting to say, hey, I want to serve more. And then being able to read to kids in, in a place like Texas, maybe there's an hour behind right on the east coast and so uh, the virtual models that we have have really really helped us scale and grow pretty rapidly to make sure every kid gets the chance uh, to to read and to serve talk a little bit about that scalability and that growth because again this is the third year celebration so obviously in conception in year one your reach wasn't quite as broad but you have since did that strategic growth yeah and and i want heather to chime in here too you know i think for us we couldn't do any of this without our educational partners you know across the country and i think it's a testament to the model uh, and to the testament to, to the kind of the folks that, that are, are leading it you know, on the ground day in and day out that we've been able to take this message and, and tweak it and customize it to different school districts mm-hmm. all
all across the country, you know, a place as diverse as, as the Bronx in New York, a place like Gwinnett County, uh, but also places like, you know, we partner with, with a small community in, in, in Georgia, Washington, Georgia, yep. um, that, you know, is, does not sometimes have the same multilingual needs uh, as, as a place like uh, Manhattan or a place like uh, Atlanta, uh, but still, uh, you know, experiences literacy um, opportunities in their own different ways. And so for us to be able to say, look, here are the, the constructs, right? The skeleton of the reading sessions and the best practices that we have. We're going to train your high schoolers uh, in those best practices that are universal, and then they can go out and deploy them in their own communities and their own schools, um, how those teachers need it. I think that's been a really, really huge part of our success. I would completely agree. I think that that flexibility and that adaptability is so huge. Um, and speaking from the educator standpoint and from a school perspective, it's so preface is just so different from any other platform honestly it's not just a resource that you're going to stick your child on a device and they're going to kind of just mundanely just go through the motions and click 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 um, and it's also not just a workbook where they have to you know fill out different things there's actual an actual person on the other side of this and there's a relationship to be built between the students and it's so tailored to each child and each ambassador and each school's needs and I think that that is so unique and so powerful um, for not just the students but the school as a whole. What would you say the average length of time uh, with the relationship between the ambassador and the student are? And I imagine that they grow into probably lasting friendships and uh, relationships absolutely. beyond that. But on average, how long does one ambassador work with a student? Absolutely. You know, the preface program is designed for a school year, right? So we ideally you'll have the same ambassador and student pairing for both the fall and the spring semesters. But to your point, I can't tell you how many you know, notes that we get that are like, oh, I loved reading my ambassador this year. Like, can I read with them again, yeah. you know, next year? And, and even if that's facilitating relationship, uh, you know, opportunities outside of school too, for these kids to bond and continue mm -hmm. to grow together. Um, that's one of the things that I think we've really enjoyed over the last, you know, again, we've only been around for three years. So we've only just now kind of seen our first little ones and ambassadors graduating from high school, graduating from elementary school and moving on. But to see those friendships and those relationships continue to deepen and to form uh, with with reading and a love of learning as a catalyst yes. has been has been really gratifying. Very rewarding, I'm sure. Well, for those of you who are listening live, the third annual gala is actually this Saturday, and that's September 17th, and it's being hosted at TPC Sugarloaf uh, right. Golf Course this year, which is very exciting. I know that you had great success last year. I believe that your fundraising efforts were upwards of six figures. That's right. Yeah. And our goal is to break that this year. Absolutely, of course. it's a huge blessing. So for those of you just tuning in, I. I am speaking with the executive director and the founder of Preface Project, JT Wu, and Heather Phillips, who is the director of educational standards. And I do just want to give you a chance to shout out to some of those supporters because you've had consistent contributors over the years and their efforts have made quite the impact within the work that you're able to do. So go ahead and give homage to some of the folks mm -hmm. that are <laughs> that are participating with you guys. Gladly, this year. gladly. So we've got, you know, our presenting sponsors, the folks that we could not live without uh, over at Earth Baby. So they are an incredible company that is based on the West Coast, uh, but serving obviously communities nationally with their products, their organic, child-friendly uh, healthcare products. So like hand sanitizers, very useful during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, I can say that we, uh, on Preface's behalf, have distributed them throughout our, the entire country to our network of teachers and educators and students, uh, and they're they, they're great. I mean, I think oh, I'm not trying it. to plug oh, yeah. them no, here, but like, it's like it's, a gel and it has yes. aloe. It's like nourishing. It smells it's not really like good. Yeah, it doesn't Ocean dry your hands, your hands out. out. Yes. Right, exactly. And so we've been, you know, blessed through our legacy gift 
program, which is one of the things that our corporate sponsors come along. They, they can, you know, support us in a variety of ways, but naming rights to one of these legacy gift mm-hmm. libraries is one of the best ways uh, for them to not only give back tangibly to the community, but to support the work that we do every day. And that's us going, partnering with our elementary schools across the country and basically buying a brand new library of, of several hundred representative children's books, uh, you know, whether that's in multiple languages with representative protagonists, whatever that looks like, so that our kids can actually see themselves in their libraries that they're reading in the schools. Uh, and we'll go out and give these gifts to, to schools completely free of charge alongside healthcare products to keep mm-hmm. the kids safe. And we'll invite local stakeholders, you know, officials, et cetera, to come and be a part of the celebration. And that has been a huge, huge success, I think, for a lot of our corporate partners um, who are looking for, for new ways to, to reinvest back into their home communities. Speaking of dignitaries and uh, honorable guests, I know that we have some big names that are going to be in attendance, and I know that Carolyn Bordeaux has been a great supporter of the Absolutely. organization. The Congresswoman has been fantastic. I had the chance to meet her last year, and I know she'll be in attendance this year. Talk a little bit about the partnership between uh, yeah. Preface and people that make such a large impact within the community. Absolutely. No, we're so honored to, to be able to host Congresswoman Carolyn Bordeaux again. She's been a, a huge supporter of early childhood literacy uh, and, and all of our efforts, and I know that that's always been a, a huge kind of uh, point for her when she's you know working on behalf of our community up on up on Capitol Hill. You know, from our perspective, we're a 501c3 nonprofit, right? So uh, we will gladly work with any and all elected <laughs> official stakeholders uh, as it helps us advance, you know, not only a better community and a better uh, educational society for our next generation, but also supports our kids. And so we've been super blessed to be able to work with leaders um, from across the state of Georgia and across the country. You know, I, you mentioned the guests of honor this year. We're gra- uh, grateful to host remarks uh, virtually from, from First Lady of Georgia, Marty Kemp. Congresswoman Carolyn Bordeaux is coming to to, to say you know support in person we're being it's in her district as well and so we're looking forward to, to hosting her as well as uh, chairwoman nicole love hendrickson of, of gwinnett county and so you know to be able to highlight support from both the federal state and local levels for an initiative like this is is a really a huge honor and a huge blessing for us but in addition you know we're, we're grateful to be able to support and, and host local leaders uh, from the legislative delegation on the state house and the state senate side local county commissioners school board members you know I, I think the list could go on oh of course federal support from the senators level so both senators uh, ossoff and Warnock have, have either sent representatives or, or sent letters of support, uh, you know, and very been nice. very great to us through the whole process. So I think this is one of those things, and Heather chime in, you know, childhood literacy, I think, is something that should not be partisan. I, I think it's a, yeah. something that should not, you know, stop at borders. We need to set our kids up for, for educational success. And, and that's, I think, our fundamental duty for the next generation is, is you know, are you going to be able to, to thrive in society by, you know, understanding what's going on? And I think yeah. that's a very fundamental part of what we're doing here. I was about to say something very similar. I think that um, this just goes to show just how much we care about our kids and our kids' futures and their education, and it bonds all people from all different parties or walks of life, and Absolutely. it's it's so important, and we get to grasp that, I think, in these kind of events when all these people come together. It's really special. Absolutely. Over the years, I know that you guys have impacted so many people greatly, but I do just want to give you a chance to share really quickly, if you have one, a success story. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think we could pick one out of the grab bag of hats, right? But, um, you know, for, for me, one of the ones that stands out is actually one of the ones from our, our first year mentorship. So, you know, like I mentioned, we've kind of transitioned to a virtual model due to COVID uh, just for safety reasons, but also because it has helped us, you know, really rapidly scale across the country. And a lot of times classrooms and schools will have different restrictions still in place for the safety of their communities. We want to respect that. Uh, but our first year was, you know, we were able to get high school ambassadors reading with little ones in person right here in Gwinnett County. 
Um, and I remember there was a, a little six-year-old boy, I think his name was Bobby, and he, he was from El Salvador. And so, you know, he had been one of those kids where, you know, in class he was just a, a little bit shy, wasn't really speaking up all that much. And I think it was because he was having to learn both uh, a curriculum and a second language, right, at the same time. Um, and so when he first started the preface program, um, he was just, you know, shy. He didn't really want to come out of his shell, wasn't really engaging with the readings. But the more that he spent time with his ambassador, you know, three, four, five sessions in, um, we really started to see him open up. And it would be, you know, it got to the point towards the end where, you know, he was a really big Iron Man fan. He loved the Marvel superhero books. And so we would have these reading sessions in the, in the library and he, his face would light up when, when we got to tell him, hey, like, you know, you're going to be able to go and read with your ambassador today. What superhero books do you want to read? And, and for his face to light up, uh, and actually just be consumed with the joy of learning in a way that we hadn't seen three, four weeks prior, um, I think was so special to us. And I know it was really special for her, his ambassador, who, you know, felt like at the beginning, gosh, like, what am I doing here? But by the end of it was like, I'm actually making a huge difference uh, in this child's life. And, you know, I'm pretty sure they've kept in touch to this day. And I think that's one of the things that makes uh, just everything so worth it. Right, Heather? A hundred percent. I think it's all about the relationships. And I think those are so special. I um, know just off the top of my head of a student that um, was in my class and was, a, I will say, a challenge when it comes to behavior in the classroom and just was very busy and very opinionated and liked to beat to his own drum. Um, <laughs> but absolutely adored his time with his ambassador. And that was something that was it's such a reward, which I like who would think reading would be, you know, mm -hmm. a reward like you we think treasure box, we think candy, we think all of those things. And this child like that's what he was looking forward to each day. Like it was busy and crazy in the classroom. But when it came time to meet with his ambassador, it was all hands on deck. And that would if that was like at risk of not happening that day for whatever reason, it was a total breakdown. So I think that's just how powerful and how awesome and how much the kids love these meetings too uh, they're, they're like the, it's funny I, the high schoolers seem to be like superheroes to them by the time that we like leave right it's like by the end yes. of the school year they're like sad that they can't hang out with their like cool high school buddy anymore I and i think that's Aww. that's really neat to be able to forge those relationships during you know the pandemic times and even even now as we come yeah. out of it as well and carry on the strength of the program absolutely i can only imagine how many lives you guys have touched and impacted through this program itself and i know that you're going to have continued success as we're entering year three to celebrate the great work that you guys are doing not only in our local community but as you said broad spectrum uh, if anybody out there listening wanted to possibly contribute i know that we were talking about the event details prior yeah and you're like right there at the cusp of max yeah i think but, i think we actually sold out um which is very yay! exciting you know i think those numbers i just saw the development team send over some numbers the other day and, and I think we're, we're right there so we're really excited for a great weekend uh, this Saturday but fear not if you can't make it in person uh, we're gonna be live streaming the whole thing on Facebook mm -hmm. live uh, but also you can head to prefaceproject.org uh, slash give as well and there's a big donate button on the site you know Heather and I my whole leadership team we don't take a salary from this organization so we do this completely pro bono because we believe in the mission and we believe that you know we had strong educational supports when we were kids and we're, we're doing everything that we can to ensure that the next generation has that same kind of support and so Every dollar that's given to us goes directly back into programming, directly back mm -hmm. to, to supporting these students and, and giving them the gift of literacy. So because of that, we can keep our costs down. Uh, we've, we've leveraged uh, technology partners like Google, like Acuity, like Epic Books, mm -hmm. which is the platform that we use yeah. that has 10,000 plus books yep. available for our ambassadors to utilize at, at a fixed cost. And so, you know, really $10 a week essentially for 10 weeks, which is as long as the school semester is, 10 bucks, 100 bucks, that, that's gonna give reading to a child for a semester, right? Yes. And I think that that is 
such a great ROI when we think about it, frankly, yeah. because uh, as much money as you know we're spending on all these other things sometimes, an additional $100 to help catch a kid early and give them the support that they need could, could make all the difference for them later in life. It's an investment in the future, Absolutely. our future generations. I do just want to brag on you guys for a second because your um, relational model has helped elementary school students make gains in literacy skills twice as fast as mm -hmm. their peers. Yeah. Now, those are some fantastic numbers. Yeah. It's, uh, I frankly couldn't believe it myself when I saw it the yeah. first time. We had to rerun yeah. those numbers several times. Honestly, it's like those things like you're, you know in your heart and like, it has to work. It has to work. And then it's like, wow, it really, truly. <laughs> actions. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, my question to you, JT, and Heather, please chime in as well, is what's next? Obviously, the mission is going to continue to keep to grow and thrive, and each year our goal is going to be to supersede the funds raised year prior. But what do you see in the next 3, 5, 10 for Preface? You want to take that from an educational standpoint, then I can chime in, or do you want, you want to go the other way around? Um, you go first because, yeah, just go first. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. Um, yeah, you know, we're, we're super excited. I mean, I think, again, it's hard to believe that it's only been three years, right? And it's really only been two years, I think, since Preface in its current iteration has mm -hmm. started because, you know, prior to the pandemic, we were not doing virtual stuff and folks were not comfortable with virtual stuff in schools much at all. And so... For us, we're excited. We're already in 11 states and growing throughout the country with our programming, with our mentorship sessions, with our legacy gifts. So, you know, maybe it's maybe it's ambitious, but, you know, by year four, by year five, we want to be in, in at least 25, right? Half the states throughout the country, if not more, we're working on international partnerships as well, right? Because, frankly, we have multilingual opportunity here in this country, but but so do other places. Like the you look at the European Union, for instance, right, where maybe you've got kids who, uh, you know, native language is Italian and maybe they don't speak it in the home, but some of these very similar concepts, neurolinguistic, um, could transfer over. And so to the extent that we're able to export our Georgia-grown, American-grown models to serve communities across the globe, that's a really exciting prospect for us so that we can, you know, a rising tide will really lift all boats here. So for me, it's continuing to grow, continuing to expand our relationships with not just individual schools, but with school systems, right? Gwinnett County Public Schools has been an incredible partner for us. Uh, we're a preferred high-impact tutoring partner, uh, unanimously approved by the school board, which, which again, says something, I think. Um, and for us, it's about how do we deepen those relationships relationships, but also show other school systems that we are leading the way here in Gwinnett and that, you know, in, in Forsyth and in Fulton and DeKalb, here in Metro Atlanta, we, we understand how this works and we can show that this is a gold standard model moving forward. So to us, again, all about just getting this message out there and spreading the word as much as possible and giving these opportunities to kids all across the country so that they can, you know, start to make those impacts in their own communities as well. That's exciting. I do have to ask you a personal question, JT. Oh, boy. Um, how many languages do you speak? Oh, gosh. How many do I speak well? I know well? at least three. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can. I, I dabble. I dabble around. That's one of the fun things about working you know, in a multilingual setting like this is you get to just meet and interact with so many great people. And you know, a part of me is always like, gosh, I really want to I want to pick up more Vietnamese. Or like, I want to pick up more Italian or, or I heard you not too long ago when you were giving a speech uh, do so partially in Spanish. There's, there's some you Spanish as well. You blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, and you rolled right into it. Like it was like nonchalant. And I'm like, oh, you speak Spanish too. Well, as Heather can attest to, she speaks Spanish better than I do. But she, you pick this stuff up, I think, when you're working in, in these situations and supporting these kids every single day. Totally. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things that you didn't mean to learn. But then now you definitely learned them. And now you're speaking Spanish. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'd love cool. to hear Heather's thoughts too on the educational kind of, what, what are your ambitions? And, yeah. and, and yeah. How, how can we support more teachers, especially being a teacher yourself? Absolutely. I definitely think that just being a partner in schools, I think being a program in every high school in a district is, and just being a normalized 
club or program in a high school so that these high school students have the opportunity and they know when they're in middle school, when they get to high school, they can then be a preface ambassador. I think that's a dream is that they can be looking forward to that. And hopefully some of our kids that are in elementary school right now will be able to be ambassadors in the future because I think that longevity of it is so powerful and so important for something like preface. And they're inspired because they experienced it firsthand. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you're basically breeding ambassadors from within. That's the hope. And, you know, it's one of those things, right, where it's like like you're never going to run out of high school students. Like we're never Mm going to run out of elementary students. There's always going to be opportunity to serve and to to lift up these young kids. And Uh, there's going to be I think there's always going to be a need. There's always going to be a slight deficit in that learning that's Mm going to need to be assisted and need to be filled. And so to the extent that we can just make that as small as possible year over year over year, I think that's, you know, we'll consider that a win. That's very exciting. Well, congratulations to you both and to your team for Thank all you. of your efforts. I know that you worked tirelessly to make this a gala happen. I look forward to attending it. Can't Black wait to have tie, you. get all dressed up, <laughs> eat some delicious great. food, and it's all for a great cause. Amen. For those of you listening out there that want to learn more about the Preface Project or to contribute in any small or large fashion, you can visit prefaceproject.org, and that is P-R-E-F-A-C-E project.org. And again, my esteemed guests today were the founder and executive director JT Wu of the Preface Project and also Heather Phillips who spearheads the director of educational standards. Um, Before we depart I wanted to ask if there's anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners or those out there. Um, I just think that we just are so honored and blessed to be in year three have a chance to be in as many schools as we are and even just come on here and talk about it this is like such a dream I know JT like has talked about it for forever and like this is his baby and it's just grown and it's been able to impact so many lives and I think that's just such a blessing so we're just honored I'll echo that and I'll also I'll drag Heather in here too I mean we I remember the first conversations that we've had about this right we were like wouldn't it be cool if we could somehow get high school kids reading to little ones and also helping everybody thrive and Mm -hmm. it's it's really yeah I don't think words can describe how excited we are to keep going uh, and to keep doing the work that we're doing and and how great a feeling it is to be embraced you know not just by this community which is my home community but also you know different communities across the country where you know we might not have all that much in common but we definitely care about our kids and we definitely care about the next generation and when you've got that as kind of a the tie that binds the tie that binds all things are possible well thank you guys for joining us on this special edition of Forsyth Business Radio we are thrilled to uh, support and partner with you guys and we look forward to doing so here in the years to come I have been your host Amanda Pierch and you guys can listen to this live broadcast on businessradiox.com and of course you can listen to it wherever you find your favorite podcasts I listen on Apple iTunes where do you listen I'm not a Spotify guy Spotify guy I'm an Apple girl Apple girl all right well it's been a great pleasure thank you guys for all of the hard work that you do and I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Thanks for having us Amanda. And thank you for joining us on this special edition of Preface Project on Business Radio X. I am your host Amanda Pierch and if you would like to learn more about the Preface Project please visit prefaceproject.org.